All right. We're doing it. Welcome. I almost said welcome to the shit show. <laughs> well, basically. Welcome to our life. Yeah. Our podcast. I can't believe I actually just said that. I know. It's amazing that we're doing this. I know. Finally. So my name is Jacqueline. My name is Casey. And this is JK, JK Not, Not really. really. And if you're wondering why it's called JK Not Really, it's pretty much in a nutshell. This is how I like to phrase it. Go for it. Both of us have this uncanny ability to like, make jokes probably when you shouldn't and like joke through or like put a dark humor spin on situations that might not typically be funny. Yes. Sometimes as a coping mechanism. Which I think is kind of universal. So if you do it as well, cool. But also we're realizing that we should probably hit on some of those spots that are very dark with right. our humor. Right. Like sometimes I think like probably a year ago, you and I were like, okay, it's funny because we both understand our twisted sense of humor. But is it funny? Like let's, let's explore. Let's lean yes. in. Yes. Let's dive into that a little bit. Like an onion. Yeah. Go back those layers. Yeah. We've been through a lot. That's the understatement of the century. Yeah. So we knew each other. We known each other for. Almost 10 years. I know. That's gross. I know. It makes me feel old when I say that because I feel like sometimes I feel like I've known you forever. And other days I feel like we just met two seconds ago. Really? Not that I remember when we met. Or where we met. No. But, okay, so we met in college. Which makes sense now. Yes. The not remembering for sure. Yeah. We met in college. (laughs) We ran in the same crowd. Like, we had a lot of mutual friends at first. We did. But you and I didn't really connect until senior year. Yes. I could say. Yeah. And then I think second semester senior year, you and I really became close. Yes. Which was awesome. And, I mean, the pure fact that we became friends, like, you're all the way from Jersey. My family originally is from Mm -hmm. Jersey, but grew up in Pennsylvania. So we had so many similarities. It was Yeah, we went to a pretty small school. We did. In Pennsylvania. But yeah, I'm from New Jersey. Jersey ride or die forever. That you are. I'm very family-oriented, love Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful out there. And it's crazy that we're in Colorado. That neither of us live where we're from. So we live in Colorado. Yes. Colorado Springs, to be exact. Mm -hmm. And we both arrived here. At the same time, basically. At the same time, but in completely different scenarios. Yeah. So what brought you out here? So my husband is in the army mm-hmm. and we got married in 2018. Okay. Our first duty mm-hmm. station was Washington state. And then we lived there for a couple of years. We were talking about reenlisting, looking at our options. Mm-hmm. And really the only option we said that we would fully commit to was Colorado. Like we'd read about this base. Yeah. We'd read about the area. We were like, this just feels like the only other place we'd want to live. Like, if it's not Colorado, we're not doing it. We're going to get out. Yeah. I'm going to go teach in Pennsylvania. We literally mm-hmm. said, we're probably going to move in with one of our moms because what else are we going to do? <sighs> I know. And every Could time. You imagine? No. And every time I oh. say that, like, that was li- realistically on the table because we just rented in Washington. We didn't own. Yeah. Like, we were gonna, just going to leave. Yeah. I don't know what we were going to do with our cars. And we were like, okay, we're out of the army. It was a great experience, but we're going to settle down because we just really couldn't picture ourselves living anywhere else. And we Mm -hmm. fully accepted that for a couple months. And then all of a sudden, Andrew like got a call and they were like, actually, there's a position that opened up for you. 
and we were over the moon, but we were like, let's not tell anyone until it's like official, official, the contract is signed. Because we didn't want to like get our hopes up or get anyone else's hopes up. Well, isn't it common for the military too to say one thing and then plans have changed? Yes. And I truly, for me, just for my sanity, I don't believe it until it's in writing. (laughs) In multiple facets of my life. Like I like I'll believe it when I see it and it's official. Yes. So at that time, Angie and I were the only two people that knew we were moving to Colorado Springs. I was scrolling on Instagram. Your picture came up. Location, Colorado Springs, caption, home. I hadn't spoken to you in like probably a couple years. Yeah. And I was, but still over the moon because you and I were such good friends in college. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm going to have a friend there. Not only am I going to have a friend, but someone that like knows like knows you. who I am and knows my husband because you and Andrew were also friends in college even before you and I were yeah. friends. Yeah. Which I love. Mm-hmm. I love that little facet of yeah. our story pretty unique so I immediately messaged you and I was like is this a joke like are you actually moving to Colorado Springs and you were like oh I live here yes and live here now like already settled and Aaron and I were just looking up like areas to live Uh in then I was like well where do you live and you ended up about 10 minutes not even down the road yeah which is crazy because the Springs is a big area. It's not like, I mean, I could drive 30 minutes and I'm still technically in the Springs. Yes. So the fact that you and I both ended up less than 10 minutes from each other. So it's like two songs. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, in your mind. In Casey's <laughs> in my mind. mind. Casey breaks up all time increments. This is a former dancer, ladies and gentlemen. So every fat, like every time there is Casey approaching like her schedule, you definitely think in songs yeah, that's I how do. you chunk your time which is hilarious it just makes sense. i know to you it's a good vibe yeah always yeah. so we were like over the moon yeah and that, that was like what january maybe that was in january that we were both in colorado no you were here yes. i found out i moved okay, in yes. june yes and then maybe three days later i was like you have to come over oh absolutely. like i found out our neighborhood had a pool i was like we have to catch up we yes. had like you have to come over there's so much to catch up on. Yes. So what's crazy, and I won't get like too much into detail, but you and I were pretty close our senior year of college, we I really would say. Close. I mean, I probably saw you every single week, multiple times a week. Yeah. Um, we hung out in Pennsylvania after we graduated. Absolutely. We did like birthday celebrations. We did birthday celebrations. You went to my family shore house on more than one occasion. Yes. After I got engaged, like you were at my bridal shower, you were at my bachelorette party. Yeah. You were pretty, we were pretty invested in each other's lives. And the most healthy, best way possible. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but I, I, like when I looked at like the women I was inviting to all of those festivities leading up to my wedding, it was like, of course you're on the list, right? Yeah. And then pretty much where we left off. Yeah was I couldn't give you a plus one to my wedding. Yes. If you're from Jersey and if you're Italian, you know the struggle of how much of your wedding list is taken up by family. Yes. And even if the last time you saw them was your baptism and somehow they're still on the list. Like that was literally my life. And so I couldn't give you a plus one, even though you were dating somebody at the time. Yes. And ultimately that is from my point of view, what was communicated to me from you at that time yes. was you were unable to make the wedding. The wedding. Another layer of that is that your ex-boyfriend was in attendance to the wedding. Yeah. And you also couldn't have a plus one. Yes. And that's pretty much where we left off. And I remember saying, I 
I understand. I wish you could be there. It was. I love you. Yeah. And there was not really much else to be said. And if you're planning a wedding right now and you're having like a bridezilla moment, because I get it. Like, imagine like a woman that like was at your bridal shower, was at your bachelorette party. You consider to be one of your closest friends, and then they say, "I'm not coming because you don't give me a plus one." Like, I know on the surface that might sound. It sounds shitty. It does. No, it does. It really does sound shitty. But the thing is, there was so much going on behind closed doors. That I definitely did not know about. That you did not know about and that I was not sharing with others because of what I was struggling with. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to get into details, but to, to sum it up a little bit, the reason that I moved down to Colorado mm -hmm. was because of my ex-fiance at the time. Crazy to say. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> which she won't get into it on this no. first episode but we will be going yes um so at the time he was trying to start his own business and i thought the move was for us but it wasn't it was all for him so i moved out here i left everything that i knew i just graduated my master's i got basically a position at one of the top tier hospitals in the mental health field like I was kind of set and I dropped everything, my whole family dynamics, my friends to move out to Colorado. And I did not know a single person. All I had was our savings together and him. And when I got your message, like my heart started like fluttering. Like I was so excited <laughs> and happy. I'm like, oh my goodness, I have someone here, mm -hmm. which is crazy to think because that should have been my fiance. I didn't think of it that way. You're thinking when you found out that I was moving here, I have someone here, even though you should have already been with your someone. Yes. I've never thought of it that way. Yes. Okay. Like that's how. That hits different. It, it hits different. So I had, oh my goodness, I have someone here. And then my stomach just dropped like, holy shit. I need to open the door a little bit mm -hmm. and have this conversation with her. Right. And so I think you came over and you were, you were came in guns a blazing. Like I maybe cracked what I was maybe in the process of cracking a white claw. And you were like, so we need to talk about how we just get how that I didn't chest. come to your wedding. And I was like, number one, I commended you because mm -hmm. I wasn't going to bring that up because I did not, I'm sure it was hard for you. So I didn't want to like Ugh. pour salt into the open wound, but you were just on it. And you looked at me and you were like, I need to apologize to you. Oh my gosh, And yes. you literally said, I should have been there. I should have. But at the same time, and this is just wrapping it up in whole, mm -hmm. my decision was, unfortunately, to go to one of my best friend's wedding at that time and to get abused at home or to stay home and not get abused and miss one of my best friend's wedding. Which when you say that out loud, it's just what an impossible decision. It's a lose-lose situation. Yeah. Get abused or miss one of the most important days of my best friend's life. And I think on some subconscious level, I must have known because it was so easy for me to forgive. Like there wasn't even a moment where I was like mad at you. There really wasn't. Which I love about you. But I know that's such... not the case for everyone. Like. No. So hence what Jack said, if you're a bride right now, or yeah. if you're a friend in a difficult situation, at the end of the day, you need to make the best choice for you. Mm -hmm. And that is your ultimate safety. 
and that was your wedding day you had every like importance to focus on you and Andrew at that time not right. me and if you're a bride and like you might be dealing with some guestless drama don't always assume it's what it sounds like it's not I've learned through this that it's really not and so just I I also understand like it is your day your way you are the bride but within that you might find out years later there's a lot of stories yes. that you did not know and also this has shown me just the importance of communication with mm -hmm. individuals and vulnerability and that you deserve someone that's going to be vulnerable if you are too for and sure to forgive and that was literally the only conversation we had about it and then we just and we were fine move forward like it was it was just like we were back pre-wedding in oh college gosh, yes. like catching like up. we hadn't skipped a beat no not at all but overall like just from moving out to colorado mm -hmm. that fear was crazy that's why i felt i think i felt it more in washington because yeah. i we just got married three days after we didn't do a honeymoon no you guys three didn't. days after i moved across the country from everything i ever knew mm -hmm. i didn't have a car yeah i had a job lined up that ended up falling through with that one charter school district yeah but we didn't have a place to live andrew and i had never even lived together that's a big one we hadn't even been in the same time zone in a long time but but by far one of the best things i've ever done oh my goodness absolutely it was always like a thought that i would want to travel i want to see more of this world mm -hmm. but i was too scared too because like i said i'm very into my family and my friends back at home 1000 percent. but that leap of faith or guts whatever you want to call it fucking do it if you are you in the position to. i said this earlier i don't care if it's two states 20 states two towns Do get it. out of where you were raised yes. like even i always yes. think about my sister because all of my family is in new jersey yeah all of them and we have a big italian family like it is you don't leave the compound like, oh, you yeah. don't, like <laughs> that is where you are and my sister went to college in virginia and stayed there she never even moved back home and i remember being a teenager being like oh my gosh jessica is not coming back home this is this crazy, is crazy. Yeah. and then i just like watched her like find her own life and her own favorite spots in like dc her own friends everything her connections it's just so she really she paved the way for me shout out big sister love you so yeah. but it was still terrifying so terrifying but one of the most profound moments of my life that i am so proud to say that i fucking did this yes if you are in a position to do it live somewhere where you were never raised do not second guess yourself even if you're alone or even if you don't have that many people where you're going i've just been exposed to so many different cultures ways of life yes. scenery i love the mountains oh, now so beautiful like, and like one thing too to hamper on is you're not a tree you're not rooted or stuck anywhere you can always pack up your things and go home if need be save a relative or continue to travel mm -hmm. life is about enjoying every single moment of it and you really are only a flight or a drive away absolutely and i mean shit i'm gonna be staying in colorado for probably the rest of my life which is so exciting yeah. and your real friends and family will make the trip to come see you that's another thing yes. it will weed out yes a lot of oh, superficial uh, yes relationships in your life absolutely granted i understand like life happens people are busy airfare is expensive but 
those who genuinely do will. Yes. No, I agree. So, I mean, fear does play a big factor in a lot of things. And it also played a big factor in us starting this podcast. You mean the fact that we've been talking about it for pretty much almost two years now. Like we're at like the year and a half mark right now. Yeah. That we first came up with this idea. Yeah. There's so many fears around it. Do you want to start with your fears or do you want me to start with mine? (sighs) Yeah. Um, I mean, one fear is just judgment alone and what people are going to think. And it's crazy because I was telling you, I came across like a little post on Instagram and it's just like, we're in fear of so much what other people think of us. The reality is no one knows who they really are. And that kind of hits. I mean, do you, can you confidently say today, you know exactly who you are? (laughs) Fuck no. I know. I laugh at that too. I'm like, I'm like, what are you even talking about? Yeah. I know like overall, like the beams of. Casey structure, who I want to be, my morals mm-hmm. and everything. But <laughs> me in 20 years, even like next year, I'm going to be a completely different person. Who you were in college. We're buying Vlad. Oh my gosh. If, if you know, you know. Ah. And yeah. Burnett. Well, what about you? Like, do you think I you're think, a different person? Yes. I think, I think I'm a different person every year. I think I'm a different person every eight months. Not entirely. Like you said, like I'll always be me. I'll always have my core morals, my core values. You know, my sense of humor is never going to change. But like there are ways in which I view things and respond instead of react. And just take a second to like, there are times now where I think of perspectives I know for a fact I wouldn't have a couple years ago. Oh, for no. a fact. No. I, I So when people look and you're like, oh, I know exactly who I am. I'm like, well, good for you because I'm still figuring that out. Yeah. And it's crazy how rationally we can speak of this, but this is still such an irrational fear of mine of judgment. Oh, I have it all the time. Yeah. Judgment, comparison. Comparison. I, there's this little voice for the past like year and a half that we've talked about this podcast where it's like, I've said it to you a million times. Oh, cool. Another millennial starting a podcast. Groundbreaking. Yep. I think of the Devil Wears Prada, florals in spring, groundbreaking. Like there's that voice in my head where it's like, they're just going to scroll past you. No one's going to listen to you. No one's going to. And then I'm like, who am I doing this for? Yes. None of them. No. Not a single one. No. Like I'm doing this and I think we're doing this yes. because there have been so many moments where you and I have been like, oh, I wish we could just tell that to other people. Oh, I yeah. wish we could just like yeah. tell this person what we went through together and separately and I wish they just knew this side of it yes and that's why I'm doing it yeah I mean it comes down to like just advocating for ourselves yeah honestly and just empowering others to live their life to the fullest and just like understanding others Mm -hmm. and giving individuals a break and I never want to be put in a bubble I think that's another irrational fear of mine Mm -hmm. because I picture when someone says like picture who you are. I think of a million different bubbles. Like there's my teacher bubble. There's my army wife bubble. There's my aunt bubble. There's my sister bubble. There's my best friend bubble. There's Mm -hmm. my photographer bubble. Right. And I am always like, I see them so separated. Yeah. And I think like I have such a fear of just remaining in one of them. And I think that another fear that went into this podcast is like, I don't want someone to put me in a bubble forever. Like I want people to see all of my bubbles. I like that. Is I know it sounds corny, 
No, but like I genuinely picture in my brain, like when someone says like, who are you? I picture like a million different bubbles. Well, fuck, I'm not going to think of like bubbles. I know. I also got a visual learner. <laughs> so like I have to put an image towards it. I like that though. Because you're absolutely right. Because yeah, I don't want to be labeled as like some podcast girl, like trying to save the world. And make it on Instagram. Make it on Instagram. Have a million followers. Like have all this cash from it no that's not the point at all this point is basically for me to advocate for myself and to do this with my best friend mm -hmm. and we've said a million times like whether it's two people 20 people 200 that would be like i think i would die cool like listening amazing but if it's that two amazing like that's like the mindset i really want us to have yeah so with that said if anything resonates with you what we just talked about on any sort of level then tune in yeah. because we this we are just scratching the surface with all that we are going to get into. <laughs> yes. You will learn very quickly. Our stories are very intricate oh and gosh. always entertaining. Yes. In some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Well, cheers to the first. We, we did it and Woo -woo! we're gonna keep doing it. Yes, we are. Do -do -do. <laughs> <laughs>